Hello and welcome to Latex Weekly, episode 17th, February 2021. Latex Weekly is brought to you by Latex, your protection from tech ignorance. My name is Sean. This week's news of the week, 2021 will be big for electric cars, even 2021, 2022 as well. Jaguar Land Rover plans to go fully electric by 2025, with six new models coming in the next five years. Nissan will be introducing its second fully electric car, Aria SUV, this year. Others in the pipeline for 2021 launch include Hummer, yes, Volkswagen, Tesla, and more. Uh, Tesla with their pickup truck, Cybertruck, yeah. Uh, based on our what we know of their past, usually some delays, but they will probably come out either this year or next year. There are many arguments as to the validity of this quick move into electric cars as well, fully electric cars, because everybody in the, the Western Hemisphere is pushing for full electrification uh, and the demise of internal combustion engines in the next maybe 15 or 20 years. So everybody is spearheading this um, this conversion and a lot of car makers are completely abandoning internal combustion engines as well. So um, one of the problem include the pace at which charging stations will need to be set up in order to support them. Okay, so we know that there are a, there are a lot of new batteries that can charge, that can do full charge, go up to about I think uh, six hundred to eight hundred kilometers per full charge, and you can go eighty percent within eight minutes or ten minutes or so. But these are like really really high tech batteries. For everything else, you need to charge overnight. So. If you can afford expensive cars like those from Jaguar, Land Rover, Hummer and all that, Mercedes and Audi and all that, then fine, you'll probably get the, the more uh, the more high-tech batteries that can fast charge. But if you're like everybody else, you'll probably have to contend with overnight charging. So this will be an issue. And there's also an argument that the supply chain um, of this change will lead to more battery demand. And we know that batteries have negative externalities because the mining practices are unsustainable. How it's produced, how it's kept, how it's stored, leakages, and all these things, uh, all these, uh, what is this called, chemical parts that may not be sustainable at this point. So it already at this point, we are already having a problem trying to uh, manage the sustainability and the, and the, clean, the practices of mining for these parts. If the whole world goes battery powered, there will be kind of like a gold rush into mining for these parts and it will be a lot more difficult to manage these things. So these these are the problems that may arise. Um, the US is also planning a carbon-free electricity by 2023 in which all the electricity sources will be carbon-free or at least net neutral by 2023 which means that they may be they, they should be replacing all its carbon emitting power plants with solar and wind counterparts. While it is a grand plan, one can only imagine how many forests need to be cut down and replaced with steel towers and solar plates. Because um, in per square foot, right, you can only fit one solar panel and per square foot you can only fit one steel tower. So you cannot have you cannot have them stacked upwards. Uh, and there is only so much surface we can use to place all these things. So the problem now is that how many forests are we willing to cut down in order to build sustainable power, which feels like an oxymoron because, you know, 
you you want to take care of the environment but yet the only way to do it is to cut down trees which doesn't make sense so that's not the way forward you need to make uh, wind power and also solar panels more effective because at this point now I think the, even the most high-tech solar panel is only taking in a fraction of the solar the the sun's energy using a fraction of the sun's energy if it becomes more effective then it can we can actually start building uh, extracting more power and per, per square foot we can generate more kilowatts per hour compared to what we are doing now so there's a lot of all these things that will that we need to question before we go full electric in the next 15 years back down to earth last pass free tier loses more functions it matters to me because i use LastPass as a password manager uh, it has a free tier that does almost everything the paid versions do until next month come march 16 free tier users will only be able to choose one platform to access their last pass either from your computer or from your mobile devices the app will prompt us to choose between one of the two options and will only be able to switch categories up to three times afterwards then on may 17th free users will lose customer support over email which makes sense because you don't pay money right so you don't get premium support so which leads us to how much the premium tiers start it starts at three usd a month and families uh, and a family of six users go for four usd a month lastpass actually has always been very generous with their offerings compared to others uh, but lately many browsers also provide free password managers so users now have a choice whether to use password managers attached to browsers or they use an app like LastPass. As for me, I think I will stay with LastPass. Um, I probably work with the, I probably go with the mobile version because I can use it on my tablet as well. I don't need to have um, my desktop open all the time. It requires a little bit of change or I may pay three USD a month, which in my case is, I mean, three times four, right? It's not exactly three bucks. I'll decide. Volkswagen isn't afraid of Apple car. Ooh. After rumors of Apple in discussion with a list of major car manufacturers, VW chief Herbert Diaz was asked in an interview if Apple car would disrupt the status quo of the automobile industry. He said the company wasn't afraid of the Apple car and the auto industry isn't a tech sector you can, quote, take over in a single stroke. Whatever Apple brought to the table, it wouldn't dominate overnight, he added. That's, to be honest, well, okay, Volkswagen is big, right? Auto car industries are big and they have legacy and they have heritage and Apple has none of them. But remember Palm, Palm OS, Palm devices in 2006 before Apple released the first iPhone? Even after Apple released the first iPhone, where is Palm? No longer in existence, right? Remember Tesla when they first started? Nobody believed that Tesla would be anything. So I don't think uh, this confidence is well-placed, VW. I think you should be really afraid that not just Apple, but a lot of tech manufacturers um, right now are going into automobile because they are completely competent in the few things that are very essential to building a car, which is they are very good with batteries, probably even better than you guys. They're very good with circuitry probably even better than you guys, circuit boards, processors. They are very good with um, AI. They're very good with automation. They're very good with um, uh, big data, even better than automobile manufacturers today. So 
if many if car manufacturers are not afraid that tech companies are coming in and taking the, their chunk of the pie, they are in great trouble. Microsoft Office all-in-one app comes to iPad. A year after its initial announcement and its availability in tablet uh, in Android tablets, Microsoft's unified app for iPad is finally out. It's optimized for smaller screens and it has all of Word, Excel, and PowerPoint in one app. Some of its key features include the ability to quickly create and sign PDF and change pictures and documents, which is pretty cool. The new app is also made mouse and trackpad friendly for those who use pointers on their iPads. I tried it out and it's very nice because instead of having three separate apps and no app can communicate with each other, which is a lot more of a desktop version, what this does is it works with your OneDrive and then you kind of um, create documents with, it, it has a simpler format in terms of a lot of functions are not there out in the open for you, you have to dig for it. But because it's tablet, right? So a lot of people use um, fingers to use their tablets. And it feels as if I'm using Google Drive on the desktop because it's unified. You have the file, you can create documents, you can create Word, Word, Excel, and PowerPoint straight from there. Uh, something that that I think Google Docs, Google Drive, or Google Drive's documents should should also do as well, like unify all their document creation in one app instead of having three separate ones. Um, it's actually quite amazing. If you live in the OneDrive um, environment, then that's something you will want to do instead of use Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. That's all for this week's uh, Latex Weekly. There are no tech of the week. Latex Weekly is available on Anchor FM, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. Full videos are available on YouTube and I post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Latex Weekly, episode 17, February 2021. My name is Sean. Stay safe. See you next week. Au revoir.